0: Welcome, welcome to... to.
1: Whoa, man. <laughs> the music's gone wrong. Biscuits. And I uh, ham. What up? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. That
0: was fine. I crying.
1: couldn't
0: get the, the volume. clearly that- <laughs> Clearly. Hey, very technical. <laughs> last time, process. if
1: you'll recall, we had a dump truck. We had a lawnmower. We had a plumber. We had a jackhammer. Mm-hmm. This time, I think we're in the clear windows are shut, but you have right. uh, no no thumb power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Episode number 14. Coming at chat. What up, Pam?
1: Nothing. What's good? Uh, everything. All the things. Um, how are you doing?
0: I'm good. All
1: right. Perfect. We'll, get, we'll have two. I've, yeah. I've got just a handful of items for you. So I mentioned uh, a few episodes back when we were talking with the uh, Sisters Pancake I had a few items that I was saving for yes. when grandma's back in the studio. Ooh. So first and foremost, I told you, I told you, I told you, I will never, and I mean ever, tire of people thinking Jesse is our grandma. <laughs> we got another one? We got another one, folks. Okay. So once we said that Karen Bruner, the last person we referenced who said, I really thought that that was Laura's grandma. Um, Caitlin said, I have to be honest, I too didn't realize that it wasn't Laura's grandma, which I thought was amazing. Um, Also, please keep saying that you think this is a real grandma. (laughs) Okay, anyways, um, Maria Mitchell, we've brought her up before. She's a regular fan. I have two notes from her. The first is she made your cookies. Okay. She was listening to the pod, having the most delightful Saturday right when we launched. And she said she made them. I said, how'd they turn out? She said, amazing. Awesome. Best yes. So good job, Maria, on keeping the grandma recipe alive for amazing. her legendary chocolate chip cookies. Also, she texts me, and Maria texts me today and says this. I've I made her do the, the 16 personalities test, and she came back a very clear ESTJ. She's Davide. She's Ashley. She,
0: I mean, I've never
1: seen anything more clear. She said, my judging came back really high with like clenched teeth. And I said, how high? She said, 92%. (laughs) (laughs) I said, that's all right. My feeling side is 97%. It's it's fine. Anyways, she, uh, she texted me and this is a classic ESTJ suggestion. Throwing out a suggestion, probably not possible, but Saturday is too long to wait for the next pod. What if you tape on Saturday and release on Wednesday? <laughs> Which I got a real kick of because I immediately said, Maria, how about you wait a week and you listen on Wednesday? You're asking us to redo our schedule for you. We don't know when we're recording. We just launched on Saturday, but I love you. Oh and I will continue to I said to her, quote, I will take this under advisement and bring it to my business partner. <laughs> but that really took a break. Well, I love it
0: cuz David A was like <laughs> marveling at our commitment. Uh-huh. And he's like so every week, huh? And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, we're going to we've committed to a weekly podcast. He's like, wow, it's just a lot. And I was like, I know it is. Yeah. And in full transparency, you guys, I'm going on vacation. This is a double header.
1: We have recorded back to back to back. You might not even know. <laughs> this is the first time we did that. And when I suggested maybe we skip a week, Laura acted like, no. No, no I, like, my suggestion
0: was we'll, we'll zoom. I said, let's do a zoom yeah, pod and see how like that it. goes. We'll, I'll zoom from North Carolina. Here's
1: the thing once we start zooming our friendship, you think what's I'm the next wanna, step? I'm
0: going to want to do it all the time. Maybe. Is that what you're thinking? This, here's something. Mm-hmm.
1: I was telling a girl we work with, um, Molly Hamburger, and she was saying that her and Michelle Murphy, they used to work at Apartment Guide. They are listening. well, Michelle's listening. Molly says she's going to listen. Okay. So. But they said they had talked about doing a podcast, and I said, do it and change your life. Mm-hmm. This is an hour excuse a week of friendship with you two. It is the highlight of my life. And once we start zooming it, how do we eat grandma's food? That's true. How do we make sure that you're not multitasking on me? How do we make mm-hmm. sure that you're feeling this?
0: Yeah. You know, it's very like connected. Yeah.
1: So I demand in person until further notice. You
0: did demand. In fact, when we initially scheduled for the first episode, mm-hmm. it was a Zoom.
1: It was a Thursday at 2 p.m. Zoom. Like, and it, I said, You're not going to be yeah. in the right place for this. I would be so weird. Imagine so weird. if I was in my office. You'd be like, Okay, so here's the thing 30, <laughs> 60, 90 day plan for the pod to go. You would be delegating left or right. Anyways, so um, yeah. Fun feedback from that the other thing oh, i God. have for you is mm-hmm. one little baby surprise and delight Ooh. um you know sometimes when you're married to someone you think you know all their stories
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then one day they tell you a story that they start off like did i tell this story about blah blah and you're like oh but you're kind of just being nice like thinking no i probably know the story yeah michael told me a story the other day that i would never heard and i wrote it down because i thought it needed to be tell me mentioned in the pod Okay, so Mike, we've mentioned Michael's best friend, Jimmy. Jimmy also has Dave, who is also our best friend, another one of the Moore brothers. Um, Dave and Michael, when they were growing up, they made a commercial, as we all did. Yeah. You know, music videos, commercials, whatever. Yeah. He said they were in fifth grade, and he said, did I ever tell you about my uh, Dave and I's commercial for party shampoo? And I said, (laughs) no. And he said... Well, we filmed it because, of course, the Moors were very big on having like, the latest technology. So they had a video camera before anybody. He said, what we did is we went in the bathroom and we went in the shower. He said, we kept our, um, our pants on, but like we you know, were standing in the bathroom in front of the mirror and we were like, cut to. <laughs> Do you ever feel like you really want to take a shower, but you also want a party? <laughs> And then Mr. Moore yes. came in and cut to the two of them in the shower, shower suzzing up their hair, <laughs> And the music playing is splish splash. And it's like, splish splash, I was taking a bath. And they say, uh, then get party shampoo. You can do both. And I thought, what a stupid, <laughs> amazing child. about memory. the
0: shampoo made at a party?
1: I guess if you feel like you need to shower, but you also want to go party. Yeah. it Does it sing? Apparently it, it sings, splish, <laughs> splash, you dance, all sorts of things. I'll have to get the creators to tell us. Um, oh my God.
0: This yeah. reminds
1: me of, okay. So
0: my cousin, my cousin, Natalie, uh-huh. who you know, mm-hmm. maybe has listened to the pod here or there. Guarantee is not a dedicated listener. Natalie, if you are, text me when you hear this, because we're going to talk about you. Um, Natalie is three days older than me. So we grew up like, you know, three days apart, very close. What did we decide her personality?
1: I was thinking as I was going to interrupt you when you were saying this, and you said she's not a regular listener. And my mind went to, well, of course not. She's an ISTJ. She's an ISTJ. So she's the Davide except introverted. She's regimented. She's Mm -hmm. now, I've never met someone as efficient Mm -hmm. as Natalie and I relax the minute she shows up. Yeah. I know food's there. I know magazines are there. I know she's gonna paint my nails or
0: yeah, you know, something will I mean, we'll get done. It will
1: all go perfectly. So you're absolutely um, right. Yeah, she's my f- Jesse, except a thinker. She's my favorite. I mean, so it's like the only person that's gonna out plan this one. This is Grandma Jesse Mamila. Yeah. Natalie's Natalie is literally my
0: favorite human. Like we should we'll plan things yeah. and we both show up. And like, let's say we get to the restaurant and yeah. we're not quite getting the service or the seating or something's <laughs> not happening. I'm, I'm watching and I'm waiting, but I'm ready. I'm like, okay, if I don't get what I need yes. in another four minutes, yes, I'm seeking out support. I'm wishing. I'm wishing. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Where's the manager? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking. You're I'm. I am. Yeah. Natalie. No offense, Aunt Karen. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> Natalie will roll in, and
1: demand and is
0: Im- immediately like. What? Why are we here? What is happening? Well, Who's sitting here? Mm-hmm. Who's wh- wh- where? are your drinks? Mm-hmm. what is she cannot rest until, until everything things is in order. are happening? And I literally am like, I am so obsessed
1: with you. Yeah, you're my favorite. She gets it done. Gets she it has done. a tiny little spitfire, yeah. and no one questions her. No, you know she she could say, I could be across mm-hmm. your yard. And she said, could say, Catherine, and I would straighten up. Like my dad yeah. is, yes, Natalie, whatever yeah. you need.
0: Yeah. I mean, she, she does she not. She takes charge. She's she no does business. not play. Yeah. But she. <laughs> she's I a got
1: perfect her. balance for you as a human, mm-hmm. though, to have me, who's a complete feeler as mm-hmm. one of your counselors, and Natalie, who's a complete thinker. Yeah. Anytime you, you've you out there gone through any sort of life decisions, I always love hearing what Natalie says, because it's completely different than the perspective I get.
0: But it's yeah, it's always like very rational questions. And sometimes they end up in the right, you know, the Mm -hmm. same same place, Mm -hmm. the two of you. Um, But she has, there's this VHS tape (laughs) of, and it's just a mashup of like her brothers doing stupid shit and like all this stuff. But there was a seventh grade science project Uh and Natalie had to report on the tundra.
1: (laughs) <laughs> what a boring topic! No offense. Oh, she the tundra. No,
0: she made it great. Of course. So she there did. was like footage of her sitting outside in her like snowsuit, uh-huh. and it's cold and, and snowy. And she's like, "Ooh, like, like, <laughs> I'm here in the tundra." Freezing. And she's here in the tundra. <laughs> and she's giving you the breakdown of the tundra. All of a sudden, it cuts to her <laughs> in the kitchen with a with a butcher, like a butcher knife yeah, yeah, yeah. and a big cutting board and she's like I am Olga and I am here to serve you liver and uh you know fish fats because that yes. is what but it was a commercial for like Olga's I gotta ask her like Olga's like tuna farm or like Natalie. whale blubber
1: it was like whale blubber it was find that amazing. video I'll put it on our future socials when I create them
0: I mean she is quite literally she's one of so the
1: best. Good. She's real. i Come on good.
0: the pie. If I had... She probably wouldn't want to. Uh, She'll listen. Like Graham said, giggle. Yeah.
1: Um. If I had like a... You got 10 people to take to a desert island. Ooh. I would, you know, this is weird because Natalie and I don't know each other that well other than being her, you know, your cousin and my friend and for life. But like, I would strongly consider taking her. She's oh. a really good person. For any sort of survival situation, yeah. Well, let me she'll, tell you, she'll set up the beds. She'll get the food. She'll coordinate who's doing what jobs. She and I
0: have been in many a survival situation, mm-hmm. and I would follow her to the ends of the earth, yeah. and I would take her on a desert island. I will tell you, she is often she's so certain in mm-hmm. what she thinks is mm-hmm. correct and right. Um, that sometimes you will blindly follow her into oblivion. That's true. And that may or may not have happened when we went to <laughs> Blossom to see Florence of <laughs> the Machine and got horribly lost, as one does when they go to uh, Blossom in Cleveland. You'll never not get lost.
1: Every You'll never single not get lost. Time. Is that still open? Yes.
0: Okay. And it's amazing. Yeah, well. It's incredible. It really but is. it's a pain in the ass to get to, and you will get lost. And uh, we'll see you say walked that.
1: Up on a highway. We I mean, walked.
0: It was scary. I was terrified. You My went life. all
1: the way through a full deep cycle, passed out of the, the sun. <laughs> Mission <the> <laughs> came to saw Jesus. Like you, you went through it that night. <sighs> and it's because you trusted Natalie and her saying this is the way.
0: Well, I did, and I always will.
1: I would I will Follow you if, if I were on that way. desert island and there was an alligator in the sea. And she said, Catherine, you're going to need to go in and stab that alligator like, so if we all have right. food to eat I'd be like all right yeah I'll do it for you now
0: the other person that would also make the list is in fact Natalie's husband Dave he's good he is the yin to the yang because Natalie will say here is the structure on the island that yeah, we will build yeah. and here is my vision and exactly how I want it done yeah. and Dave he will execute
1: yeah the
0: That's man it. is handy
1: he it's will pick you up. Right
0: there. So that the the night at Blossom when I had a total meltdown because yeah. we got lost, and then we found ourselves walking on this very slidey hill <laughs> with like traffic going 45 <laughs> miles an hour, and I'm in like flat sandals and it's muddy, and I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna die and leave my children without yeah. weather. Uh, we and have I a weather. And yeah. I see my two bumbling idiot sisters giggling and bebopping around <laughs> in front of me. And I'm like, we're all gonna fall off this hill yeah. and and into oncoming traffic. Dave shows up. In his truck, what do cuts you do? off traffic. Sweep in with
1: a parachute, no, lift each of you up out of the literally scene. Literally
0: cut off traffic, pulled up. We climb down the hill. Uh, we get into
1: the truck. I need a hero. <laughs> running under the heat night. He's got to be running him
0: running him and he's got, got to have a truck, and he's got gotta to be have a beard tonight. Good a be too. Yeah. Um, but That's I had a locust of my poncho.
1: When I got in the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's an unfortunate thing.
0: Yeah, that was wait. a weird tangent. Yeah. How do we get hey, here?
1: I don't know, but you take charge. Those are all of my things for you this, this Wait, how did this we get morning, to
0: Natalie? Wait, wait, wait.
1: I was talking about party shampoo. And oh, and the videos, Olga,
0: the Kirk commercial, and
1: uh yeah, I just it was
0: the Tundra, it was <laughs> Olga, it was Natalie. It was everything.
1: I've got one more thing based on, I think, what our topic is today, but I'll save it for when we get into the topic. Okay. Um,
0: what do you got? Well, I got I got brunch for you. Okay. Are you ready to go to brunch? I am. I am. Okay. So I have two. I'm so torn because part <laughs> of me wants to share with you like some good recipes. Okay. But then part of me also wants to use the bridge topic to like segue into our topic you know
1: well like, you're an intuitive I and i choose your choice and thank god neither of us are censors or we'd say you're <laughs> all to make a decision so go with your gut all right i'm going to do both wonderful <laughs> i knew that would happen when in doubt she always picks both overachieves
0: all right so i do have in in the spirit of the Monte Cristo Bay, yes, I was researching some brunch casseroles. Okay, and I have two that I would like to make for you.
1: Test kitchen, test kitchen, yeah. test kitchen. Um,
0: the first one. Why is, is
1: I, my job in our friendship is quite literally the best job? <laughs> <laughs> I just get to eat the things. I know. And uh, you can heckle me about social media. Yeah. Okay, go this on. This is
0: the trade off. Give
1: me the test kitchen. We, items. But you know what,
0: Jesse and I, this is how we show our love. We feed people.
1: I love that you do this, Mm -hmm. and I also do that from time to time. Yeah. But not as much as you guys feed me.
0: Well, that's okay.
1: Actually, I take that back. I've fed you guys a lot. Yeah. Because I have a a child-free home, and you guys want to escape. You have fed us a lot. actually, you guys both owe me 12 people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you have fed us a lot, literally, and you also feed my soul.
1: Spiritually and emotionally. Ah. Okay, Okay. so.
0: Okay, so the first one I want to make for you okay. is a tater tot breakfast casserole. Yes,
1: and yes, and yes. Have and yes. you
0: ever had such a thing?
1: No, as you know, I do make my tater tots as my seasoned potato side. Yes, but um, but you smash them. I smash them, and I am very, very, very interested in a tater tot.
0: Yeah, anything.
1: I love tots.
0: So your um, your tater tot inspired me when I saw this because I did some research okay okay and I was looking at all sorts of casseroles breakfast breakfast bakes if you will sure so the tater tot breakfast bake you layer the pan with the tater tots okay and then you whisk together eggs milk pepper jack cheese Mm -hmm. and you pour it salt and pepper avi avi pour it over the tots Top with cheddar. Okay. Bake it. Okay. The whole thing gets like bubbly, brown, and delicious. Uh-huh. Then you garnish with uh,
1: green onions and yes. parsley. And maybe have a little sour cream and salsa Ooh. on the
0: side. Oh, mm-hmm. sour cream and sriracha mayo, or Ooh. not mayo, sriracha
1: um, ketchup. Sure, any of those can items. Can you
0: edit out mayo because I'm embarrassed? <laughs> I'm embarrassed for uh, myself. Just a,
1: a little bit of like pickle juice yeah. and, sriracha and, and sriracha mayo. And... sriracha
0: ketchup and sour cream.
1: Yes and yes and yes and
0: yes. Maybe some Cholula. I yeah. don't know. I'm just spitballing.
1: Look, there's a lot of ways you can look at it. There's a lot of ways. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, The other one, which is the sweet to the savory, kay. is an overnight French toast casserole with bourbon maple Ooh. syrup, which you know how I feel about bourbon.
1: You We've do like to be trendy with your bourbon.
0: Uh-huh. Um, That sounds good, though. It's really good.
1: Is it better than your mom's French toast bake, well, which is the best of all the French it, toast
0: fakes? Mm, we got to try it. All right. I don't know, because my mom's is so good and it's so classic. Uh-huh. But this one you do melted butter, brown sugar, and a quarter cup of maple syrup. Okay. And you like slice the bread, you um, pour the stuff over it, um, which is, wait, hold on.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. It's
0: like the overnight bake. So you do, yeah, you do the milk.
1: Laura, if you do our social uh, media, you can post this for me.
0: <laughs> okay, you guys, you slice the baguettes. Okay. Lay them in a pan. Okay. You do eggs. Slice the
1: baguettes, layer them up in a pan. You
0: do eggs, milk, sugar, cinnamon, vanilla extract, um, some orange zest, some fresh Uh lemon juice. Uh Cover it, chill it for eight hours. Then you bake it at 350. Uh The bourbon syrup incorporates the things I just mentioned, which is the brown sugar, the butter, the maple syrup. You cook it down. You add bourbon. Uh Further cook it down. Add more maple syrup and then the lemon zest to that.
1: I don't understand, and you'll appreciate this, Mm -hmm. why we're not adding chopped up pecans Mm -hmm. to the maple bourbon sauce. You
0: are so intuitive. Yeah. Because you garnish it with toasted pecans. Okay. And then you bake
1: it. Okay. I just felt like that was a crucial misstep. I didn't see that there. That
0: uh, Southern Living has your back Mm -hmm, and they mm -hmm, said, mm -hmm. obviously, yes.
1: Okay. Perfect.
0: Um, so those are two. Maybe a little
1: dab of vanilla ice cream. With them. Oh.
0: <laughs> they Let me see how they garnish it. They do have uh, a little whipped cream okay. on the side. Um, more lemon zest for serving. Okay. And some powdered sugar. Okay. So... Well, I am
1: ready to receive those when you get back from your vacation. Yeah, I can't wait to try
0: them. I will make that for you. Okay. Um, okay. Okay third brunch topic, yes. which segues into the topic, 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 okay, okay, okay. Um, have you ever gone on a diet?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Okay. So uh, if you were on a diet, uh-huh. what would you order at brunch?
1: Well, that depends on which diet of my life I was on. Mm-hmm. I've tried them all really. Except for keto, which I feel like is sort of a spin-off of the whole no-carb thing, which I spent plenty of time doing. Uh, South Beach. Atkins
0: and South Beach. South Beach was the healthier version of Atkins.
1: Um, It started back, um, I started probably dieting too young, really. Mm -hmm. Um, How old were you? 12. 12? Mm -hmm. That's the first time I remember being on a diet. At 12? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't. I don't know. What diet? I went on the uh, Cleveland Clinic diet. It's a three-day diet.
0: No, with the Where hot they dogs. they tell you
1: that. Yeah. yeah you, you eat like two hard-boiled eggs, and then the next meal you eat two hot dogs, and the next meal you eat ten saltines, and then two a sal- of sardines. Black and yeah, it's a Why? very specific, horrible diet. Who I don't told know. You to do
0: that? I don't know. Where'd you get it? Your sister. You have a very your sister. Okay. I, your I, I wasn't.
1: I take that back. I wasn't twelve. Because I'm now remembering a friend of mine gave it to me. And I'm remembering when I was friends with that friend, I was fourteen. Regardless. Wow. I think that I probably have cycled through the whole gamut as it relates to weight in some ways. Because when I was growing up, I always felt like I was not overweight, but like just a little bit more overweight than all of my friends and so that prompted me to probably try re- weird diets throughout my teen years um then when i got and you know i've always kind of I've fluctuated a lot my weight has gone up my weight has gone down and um when i was in college i felt really porked out like my sophomore year and so then i started running that summer and i lost a good chunk of weight and then i fell off with the running and eventually it came back on and then i got back into running later and, but I've tried every diet and every, you know me, because you know how I am with weddings, like every wedding I was in, I would never try on the the bridesmaid mm-hmm. dress until hours beforehand. Yours, I pinned underneath my yeah, arms. Yeah, I know. A, a lesser woman would have hated me for that. But um, <laughs> sometimes it was like, I tried on like a few, three days beforehand, it'd too small and I'd be like, okay, no carbs. So, um, but I will say... Then, for maybe, I don't know, my late 30s, early 40s, I kind of got to this place where I was just like, my weight doesn't define me. And I I really felt sort of like freed from it. Ironically, it's probably when I was my heaviest. But then um, I did, you know, over the last couple of years, I've been doing intermittent fasting which maybe is a diet. Maybe it's not, it's just what I do now. I just only eat certain during certain times of the day. And that has been a really nice way for me to maintain and not feel like I'm like starving myself of things mm-hmm. that I like, but yes, in answer to your question. I have tried every diet under the sun.
0: So this is the topic okay. for brunch, you know, trigger warning for people that are maybe sensitive to this. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk a little bit about fad diets, diet mm-hmm. culture, Um, we actually, I think Beth might've been one of the Mm -hmm. ones to write in early and say, this is an interesting topic.
1: Particularly again for women. I think, you know, men struggle with weight too. Um, and, and, you know, women are certainly not alone in body issues Mm -hmm. and how we view ourselves versus how we really are and all of those things. But, um, I do think that as women, we become aware of our bodies at probably a younger age, Mm -hmm. we become aware of what we should look like versus what we do look like. There's, I hope for girls that grow up nowadays, there's even more conversation about it. Cause I feel like when I was growing up, nobody really talked about it. It was just these subtle things that you picked up on. Mm -hmm. And maybe now we're in a place where like, as we raise our girls and boys, we talk more about these things and you know, let people know that they're not alone in feeling like, well, why don't I look like that yeah. person who supposedly everybody says I should look like?
0: Yeah. Well, we definitely grew up with a lot of like the commenting on mm-hmm. bodies and size and like particular builds. And I even see this with my own kids where mm-hmm. like my one daughter is built very much like Davide and like a little string bean. And, and the, my other other th-
1: like the other one's built like me. Yeah, the other built like your mother. But like
0: I remember even as a kid, like the, the comparison comparison between
1: sisters well three girls is interesting because you you automatically get lumped
0: mm-hmm.
1: into like who's the smartest and who's the prettiest and who's the skinniest and who's the you know like and I think that um I don't maybe I just think that but I think that that happens yeah. and I think that you know my sisters and I've all struggled with our weights at different times and we've always had one of us who's the largest one of all of us and then su- it cycles differently but like I think sisters adds an ex- extra element to that mm-hmm. too
0: yeah it's just the comparison yeah but I think there is a general comparison um of women and how it's so interesting to look at how the norms have shifted Yeah. look at like Marilyn Monroe mm-hmm. or um Sophia Loren, like these women that were so beautiful and like sexy and their bodies were so different. And then how that transformed over the years, like the nineties, it was like mm-hmm, Kate Ross, like mm-hmm. these little rail thin,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: like starving models. Yeah. Um, to now where I feel like the Kardashians have really paved the way.
1: Mm-hmm. The girls with the junk, you know, 20 yeah. years ago, you, I, I, you know, they were embarrassed and shit, you know, now people are like getting butt implants. Yeah. So that it's, they got the junk. And I think um, it's funny. I'm noticing it with little things, but nails too. This mm. doesn't have anything to do with bodies, but the Kardashians, you know, obviously wear the very, very, very long nails that I don't know how you do anything with. Yeah. And I see girls growing up doing that. I see like college kids doing that. And, you know, I think that impacts us as a culture. And it's interesting that in, 20 years we've gone from real, real thin as the body ideal to now Kardashian extreme hourglass, which is also not real and equally unobtainable. Yes, body. I mean, allow me to remind you, they've all had surgery to nip them and tuck them into looking that way, and they also post pictures that make them look even more that way.
0: Well, I was having this conversation, um, with one of my friends, and we were talking about how like. So she does a lot of online dating and we were talking about just body like body image and all these things. And it's like no one even sees a real image of a woman's body anymore. Uh Like even men, men don't see a real image. If you're on Instagram and you're looking at all these like Instagram thirst traps Mm -hmm. that probably have like a OnlyFans page, like they are all, you know, perfectly posed. And, and Photoshop mm-hmm. to look like these itty bitty waists to these big old booties. Like it's just not and, and completely like retouched. So there's no cellulite. There's no yeah. veins. There's no skin. Like they're just dolls of uh-huh. themselves. And it's so and all the filters that can change your face. And it's like. You don't even, like, what is real? Like, men are going to come out of this quarantine, mm-hmm. you know, completely just, like, sucked into this digital, like, yeah. sex trap, <laughs> and are not going to know what a real woman
1: actually looks like in the flesh. Well, they don't look like that. No. I'll tell you like that a much. Like blow-up uh, It's interesting, as our culture has gotten more and more and more, like, obsessed with this manufactured version of beauty and i acknowledge that it's you know partly because i'm happily married but i tend to i don't know i guess i tend to like not feel we talked about in a previous episode like i don't feel tied to what i look like Mm -hmm. right now right and because of the pandemic i obviously am in a place where like i'm starting to go out in the world and i'm realizing i don't have pants. (laughs) <laughs> that's something that I need You're to like be Dan. a human. Yeah, I am. I, every cooler. time I go to get dressed, I met with sweet Jesse's husband a couple of weeks ago. And I said, I'm sorry. I don't know what I wear anymore. I'll put on five things and then I settle on my purple sweatshirt and my leggings because that's what I wear every day. He's like, it's fine. No judgment. I was like, well, thank you. I will be pulling it together. But, you know, I haven't put on makeup in like a year. Yeah. And I wear my glasses all day long because who wants to wear contacts when you're just staring at a screen all day. And I've gotten used to what I look like. And I don't feel like I've like cashed in, but like today I went to an in-person luncheon and I was like, should I put on makeup? Should I put on my, and I was like, that just feels even weird. whatever. So my point is, I just feel like. Did you not put on makeup? No. I wore my glasses and I mean, I didn't wear this exact outfit, but like, I just I don't I don't know. I will get back to making sure that I'm presentable. <laughs> I assure you this is not the end of what was already a very sad period of me not really caring that much what it looked like, but I just I don't know. I'm just kind of turning this corner where I'm like I've not followed for any of that. Well, I'm gonna wear what I like that looks cute on me, that makes me feel good, you know. I'm. Damn it. I like shopping at Talbot's and Land's End and I'm going to own it. Yeah. They got a lot of stripes. There, You do. You're you're in Navy <laughs> Stripes yes. right now and
0: that is your move. Yes. Um, and I don't hate on a Talbot's or a Land's End. I mean, as you know, we've had this debate in one of the earlier episodes <laughs> talking about Botox and, you know, yeah. like I, I certainly am a little more proactive yes. and I do, you know, I wear makeup. I, I mean, I have to go to an office yeah. regularly. Yeah. So I. this is different world I live in. Um, as we discussed, yeah. when I work from home, I looked like a homeless person. Well, well my husband sure. almost called the cops <laughs> and he said, who is that woman in my driveway? And it was me. Um, I love you. <laughs> look, man, you
1: married me. You remember that day? He's like, no, who He's are like, you? Are you going to get dressed though? It's like, you kind of look like my <laughs> wife, but not. But
0: I think the bigger concern and it's, it's just an interesting one to ponder is a, again, like we are fed these images that aren't realistic and these body norms and expectations that aren't realistic for women. But then there's also this whole diet industry that is perpetuating Mm -hmm. and it's a business. You guys Mm -hmm. wait till I read some of these stats to you. Like it's perpetuating this, um, this desire to constantly feel the need to
1: lose weight. Mm -hmm. Well it's like the one thing that i think that probably most people struggle with it to some degree. Mm-hmm. Either you you know you're too thin and you can't put on weight which is its own struggle, mm-hmm. you you know everybody has things that they change about themselves or you know it's not a perfect thing. Mm-hmm. But i do feel like i just have known a lot of people that have let their self image dictate so many things like they won't go places because oh i might see this person and i feel like i don't look right or yeah that's no way to live mm-hmm. so you know me i don't certainly look perfect but i embrace who i am and i roll up at your house and a large round at your pool all day and i don't really care who's there i'm in the yeah. pool and i'm there to have a good time. That's right. And we're grownups and we love each other and I don't pay attention to anything. Yeah. So I think as a culture, let's stop looking around at even that stuff. Okay. Why are we commenting on it?
0: But it's interesting... You've been on a diet since you are 14? I
1: know. So let's talk but I'm about that. Myself you have of freed it.
0: yourself at, in your tender age of 40 something.
1: For now. For now. I don't think I've freed myself again. But yeah.
0: you, I mean, so you it's taken decades. Mm-hmm. So you started dieting at 14 mm-hmm. and you've probably been on your fair share of fad diets. Yes. What fueled that? Mm-hmm. And then what continued on that train? And then give us some examples of some of the best. And worst, Fed diets you've ever <laughs> done.
1: Um. Well, my mom is a very, very tiny person. Yes, she's she is. very thin, and I don't know where these large, this large bosom came from. But like, so I think when you grow up with a really small and thin mom, you feel like you should have the same body type as her. And um, and when I, you know hit puberty. My, I realized my body wasn't going to be the exact same as hers. And then I think, um, think about like my first boyfriend and I was trying to lose five or 10 pounds when I was dating him or probably things that I said to even my parents, like, I'm going to try and lose X amount of weight, which maybe when you're at that age, you test people to see what they say. And, Mm -hmm. I didn't have anybody be like, Oh my God, no, don't. What? Like Mm -hmm. all those people that left me were like, okay, good for you. Yeah. Probably just being like, if that's what you want to do to make yourself happy and healthy, then do it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I think that there needs to be conversation about that. Like when, as girls grow, um, you know, talking about those sort of things Mm -hmm. that we know exist in their mind and bringing them to life as real things or um, giving them a voice if they feel any way that they're not good enough or that they're different in some way. Yeah, I always had a healthy confidence, which probably balanced me out. But um, I often worried all the way up, which is probably why I've just cured this, so to speak, and, or feel like I've solved it for some mm-hmm. reason in the later years. But I think I often used weight as maybe a reason why... I couldn't find the right guy
0: mm-hmm.
1: like maybe if i was skinnier then they would be into me but like even my body is just not the type that would ever be real thin so when i'm thin for me that would be huge for for other people probably and mm-hmm. like i don't think that i you know I'm i'm certainly some people's cup of tea but when we went out i was never someone that people would hit on it wasn't like I'm just not probably the normal. Oh, she's got a hot body. And I think we're in a culture that is really obsessed with bodies.
0: Mm-hmm. Were you a big numbers on a scale person? I
1: was for a long time. And I still wish that I weighed less than I do. But again, I've reconciled myself about like, it's really not the size, the number, the anything. It's how do I feel? Do I feel good about myself? And Maybe that means you carry a little more weight or a little less weight than somebody else thinks you should, but it's not really about what someone Mm -hmm. else thinks. And, um, you know, weight's just a very individual journey, I think for everybody. And, and there's so much quiet subtext that happens all the time amongst girls. Mm -hmm. We're always comparing ourselves. And they're like, I think about in the movie mean girls and it's so true, you know, that those girls are standing at the mirror, like, my hips are too big. My nose is so weird. My eyebrows are weird, shapes. Like girls will do that to bond and talk about what they hate about themselves and like, no,
0: yeah, you that's don't a have horrible to habit.
1: Life. You know, love yourself. Yeah, you know, say, you know, my ears are very tiny, and I love that about myself. <laughs> you know, or whatever.
0: Well, I I feel very fortunate that I. uh, in junior high and high school got very into sports Mm -hmm. and um, I was never an
1: athlete either. Yeah. So that probably plays into it. Like I dabbled in stuff enough, but I was never like a consistent, like I do this every season.
0: Well, it's funny because I had a a coach who um, was a gym teacher and actually like went to high school with my parents, Mm -hmm. you know, never left Fairview, Mm -hmm. like worked at the high school as a gym teacher and a coach, but he, he was great. And I never forget in like seventh grade, we were like lifting in the weight room and he was talking about, you know, staying fit. And he said, numbers on the scale don't matter because everyone's density is going to be different. And, um, you know, I always feel like too like everyone weight, like you, everyone weighs more than you think they weigh, Mm -hmm. like who actually weighs 120 pounds shoot nobody
1: not like i mean i mean a long long time i was an infant
0: literally a fetus it's like so every so weight doesn't really matter he's like but he's like the minute you notice your jeans don't fit Mm -hmm. you don't buy new jeans Mm -hmm. you don't buy bigger jeans Mm -hmm. you get your jeans to fit yeah you know the things you need to do which is eat less and move more and he famously He's like, look at these jeans. Yeah. These are the jeans I wore in high school. And sure enough, they were a light acid washed Levi. They were
1: very strange. <laughs> they had seen a lot.
0: And I said, You can you still got it. But I mean it's it's very like I feel like I've never been like obsessed with the, the numbers on mm-hmm. the scale. Cause I feel like it's about do my clothes fit or not? Yeah. Am I having to buy new clothes? Cause my clothes don't yeah. fit like, or, or, you know, can I like just scale back and give me a few days and I'll get into these pants
1: again. So I have such a full range. I've got a full woman's store up there, whatever size you need, I got it. You know, <laughs> what's your I-
0: range? Shoot. Everything.
1: Yeah, I've never been a small, let's get honest. You
0: got a medium in but, there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh I got a, I got a medium or two. Mm-hmm. I had this one wrap skirt that I held on to <laughs> until like five years ago. It was a wrap skirt. So it obviously was not fashioned in the same way as yeah. a real skirt, which allowed it to, you know, be smaller. And then additionally. If I ever would have worn it, I would have had to sit very carefully so that it didn't split right over because it was far too small But it was a size 4. <laughs> the They're wrapped not overlap. And I held out to it for forever. I was like, it's a 4. I don't think 4s. Um, but like, I sit very, I mean, my small sizes are are 12s probably and then I've got, you know, double X stuff all the way mm-hmm. up and, I mean, and that makes it harder too because when you acquire larger sizes and smaller sizes, it, you know, as you grow, you can slide into other things. And I don't know, it's, it's an interesting thing, but I think we spend far too much as a society talking about it and thinking about it and trying to be Mm -hmm. things or fit our bodies into boxes that they're never going to fit into. That's like I talked about before, like it's, you know, it's not remotely what is on the outside that matters at all. Mm -hmm. And it's, You know, yes, you don't want to be a complete dirtbag, which is why my husband reminds me to shower and whatnot. But like, you know, the beauty of the person far outshines whatever is on the outside.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I just think it's interesting. And I feel like our country in particular has this obsession with with Mm -hmm. weight and Mm -hmm. dieting and a very unhealthy relationship with food. Um and I've got some interesting stats for you. Okay. Um, before we start talking about some of the the, the best, worst, fad diets of okay. all time. Um, how much money would you guess the diet industry makes a year?
1: Oh, I'm so bad at things like give this. Me a guess. 480 billion dollars Uh, well that's a lot two two hundred and ninety seven million dollars
0: 71 billion
1: oh so you're right when
0: you were in the billions
1: i just just overshot that billion by a significant amount look i don't handle the books i'm not a cfo yeah
0: okay 71 billion dollars
1: that's crazy
0: um what percentage of women do you think have unhealthy thoughts about food and their bodies?
1: Oh, God. A Seventy-five. Those other twenty-five <laughs> are being
0: asked. <laughs> They're lying.
1: Yeah. They lie. Yeah.
0: Um, what percent of the adult population do you think is actively on a diet at this moment in our country? Oh, fifty. Fifty-four percent? Okay. Um, On average... How many diets per year does the average American start?
1: Well, obviously one on New Year's and then usually probably one before the summer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then yeah. maybe one right before the, the holiday season, try and shed before the holiday. What, three? Interesting.
0: Yeah. You're not yeah. far off. The average American adult tries a fad diet four times per year. Okay.
1: okay. So four diets a year. Um, How long do they stick to them? I mean, that's only... Giving them every three months, they're changing? Yeah.
0: Um, 75% give up on their diet goals in the first two weeks.
1: Well, I get it. First two weeks are brutal. They are brutal. They there is nothing harder than the first two weeks of a diet.
0: But they're also, I think it's because it's not realistic.
1: Well, and you have fantasies that like, somehow you'll be Heidi Klum within one week. Yeah. And when you're not, you're like, forget it. So Yeah. <laughs>
0: tried so you mentioned like the atkins or the, the oh, south yes, beach yes, yes. i have tried the low carb diets uh-huh. and i literally last you know two days and then i'm eating just an ravaging higher bag of bread well what
1: you i know, had, just I've had my to face. acknowledge look who i am as a human is a girl that likes bread yeah. i'm a better my special recipe involves bread I'm a better human when I eat bread. The problem is, and I know this is maybe the point, when I don't eat bread, I never feel hungry. Yeah. I constantly feel a gnawing sense of dissatisfaction. Yeah. And it's we I mean, were joking about when Jesse was on keto. I was like, ugh, I hated when you were on keto because like we'd go to dinner and or, and we'd eat and we'd be like finishing our drinks and getting ready to leave and Jesse would order a charcuterie tray. Like, <laughs> she just was a never ending pit of salami.
0: Well, and I think that it's hard to do it, right? So Jesse's like, I don't know what to do. I'm getting salami yeah. and cheese, and I'm gonna roll it I'm up. I'm
1: Tired of all of this. I'm gonna
0: stick a celery stick yeah. in the middle, but like, I'm. What else am I eating if it's not cold cuts and cheese? Yeah. So I don't have time for this.
1: No, so. it's a, it's a rough one. That that Cleveland Clinic one is hands down the worst. You have to eat beets, which I hate. Beets. Oh
0: my god! So my mom to this day is brutal will do this diet. I, every time i'm pulling it up because it is so terrible. it's insane it was it's also called like the baptist the mayo
1: clinic yeah they was got a, a bunch of names it was like the baptist, baptist hospital it. diet Uh huh.
0: i gotta look it up because the, the laura up, did bring her, her laptop baptist. she's not
1: working for palm pilot huh, for this very special up, so.
0: yeah you guys i got too much i got too much
1: don't the, check your email while you're in there i know diet. how you operate i won't. Okay. i
0: know it's like uh it's
1: just, so day one Kicks off with what? Two hard-boiled eggs?
0: <laughs> All right. I'm trying to find this one because they, they've subbed out the hot dogs.
1: Got hot dogs are the That real... was like the highlight of the week.
0: I know. And you could, oh, here we go. Here okay, we go. Here we okay. go. Okay. I
1: was about to give it um, myself.
0: Day one, breakfast, a half grapefruit. Not bad. A slice of toast. You can have a teaspoon of peanut butter and black coffee or tea.
1: Okay. Also, every time I did this, I'm realizing I wasn't at the age where I drank black coffee or tea. Because
0: that would give you life.
1: that would have helped me. Um, but yes, that is boring and a snoozer, yeah. but tolerable. I did always want the other half of the grapefruit. I got to say, half a grapefruit. What? A grapefruit's not
0: bad. Like, come on. Like, who's gaining weight? We a had to follow
1: it to the tea. Okay. okay lunch,
0: a half a cup of tuna, a slice of toast. Black coffee or
1: tea. Yeah, that was a sad lunch. That was not very filling. I feel like your stomach is hurting. Uh yeah, and I'm you can't, can't mix it with train. mayo or anything. It's just you'll notice mm, dry tuna. And dry tuna toast. And
0: black I put it on the toast and I'd wow. just be like You're gonna
1: and Toast crumbs will be falling like, out, tuna. You're gonna, gonna smell around.
0: like a million bucks
1: yeah, on this well. diet.
0: <laughs> Dinner. Two hot dogs. Uh-huh. One cup string beans, uh-huh. one cup carrots or beets one small apple. I'm surprised you're getting all these. This seeds.
1: dinner was what dinner. got you through the day.
0: <laughs> one also, cup of vanilla ice they've cream.
1: added the carrots or beets. When I did it, it was just, just beets, beets and I choked them down like a champion. But you did. Head. I
0: remember my mom, she would be so tickled for her cup of vanilla ice cream.
1: Oh yeah. It, it was, was like,
0: that's everything. I've made
1: it. Okay. Yeah. Does that get you get that every night or that, just at well, that's the end day of, one okay day
0: two for breakfast you get a hard boiled egg a slice of toast a half of a banana black coffee or tea
1: that was the most substantial feeling breakfast you felt halfway yeah a little bit full when you finished that one
0: yeah lunch one cup cottage cheese good huh. luck Got that's black. it that's or a half a cup of tuna and five saltine crackers Crackers. I just fell crackers. asleep with
1: five saltines and a half a cup of tuna. I guess I'll go with. A, I do love cottage cheese, but that's not a lot. Well, eat.
0: don't forget, you could also have the cup of black coffee to wash up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to wash down my cottage cheese, I'll take a cup of hot black coffee. I got cottage cheese here. I'm allowed to have it one cup. Thank you. It's so gross. And then dinner. <laughs> How did she get coffee? That's what we're having for the next five. Okay, we a dinner and we're gonna eat all three days in one sitting. I'm vomit. Oh, I just oh. Dinner.
0: <laughs> two hot dogs, one cup cabbage or broccoli, a half a cup carrots.
1: Bad Gross. Dogs.
0: You could also sub your carrots for one cup vanilla.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the ice cream over the carrots. Thanks, baby. The two hot dogs seem substantial, too. You're like, oh, two. Two. But you don't get a bun, so those go quick, and that's all you're living for is hot dogs. Uh, Unless you prefer cottage cheese and black coffee.
0: And then, you know, day three is as terrible as the first two, but this is what they say about it this diet is easy to follow rules and works allegedly because it creates a special chemical breakdown
1: uh, in your body. Yeah, no. Shit. That came with the paperwork too. That came with, with the everything. paperwork about the special chemical combination. It was like on a, a Xerox copy that was on the page, crooked always and stapled together all weird. Then it came in there about the chemical reaction. And in reality, what you're doing is starving yourself. Yes. That is in fact, Why you lose ten pounds in three days? The
0: chemical breakdown. So this was also because you're eating cottage
1: cheese and black coffee. (laughs) You're allowed do that every day, and you'll be skinny as a lark.
0: You're allowed to have diet soda or tea sweetened with an artificial sweetener. Yeah,
1: thanks for (laughs) nothing. Chemical
0: breakdown. I'm like, what the shit? I remember my mom, (laughs) the gourmet cook she is, Mm -hmm. would like reduce her hot dogs in like Pepsi. Of or course. Diet Pepsi to, like, caramelize it. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to get some. She got the loopholes. Well, I mean.
1: Hey, maybe make guys. me some hot dogs and coffee and let's see how it
0: turns out. She used to do this three days a week, though. She might still do it. Mom. Elaine. When you hear this. Please
1: stop. You're too pretty for these hot dogs. <laughs>
0: this is so funny. I, I,
1: I can taste every meal. <gasps> and my mom, who, as I mentioned, is the tiniest woman and has never needed a diet in her life. Would always do it with me to provide moral support.
0: Chemical breakdown. Help me eat those
1: baits. God lover.
0: Um, I feel like everyone is probably on a diet right now because of the pandemic and the quarantine. Like, I feel like we've all gained the COVID nineteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, how do you like? you've gotten very like you're one of the most adjusted people in your confidence and the fact that you just like accept yourself Mm -hmm. for where you're at and your body for where it's at and like Mm -hmm. how do you get after years decades of fad diets and Mm -hmm. that kind of pressure like how do you get there
1: probably the hard way you know i mean i looked for always ways to make my body look like what i wanted it to look like but i also wasn't willing to like spend hours and hours in the gym as we've discussed. I'm not a huge workout fanatic, so I have limits and I also really like food. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think I, I cycled through really getting comfortable Mm -hmm. with who I am. And I think it helps that. Um, you know, I think about growing up too. the thing that balances me out is, um, you know, I had sisters and so we all ran around in front of each other. We were not modest and we were very comfortable in our own skin and so that has even though i I probably felt that pull that the whole world feels to diet Mm -hmm. or lose weight or whatever like that part of me exists too Mm -hmm. so i've tried to just be comfortable with me and whatever that means and accept that i will never weigh I don't even actually weigh myself anymore. I don't really care what I weigh. It's an erroneous metric that every time I do weigh myself, at the doctor or something, I end up feeling bad. Like, huh? Thought I lost more. Yeah. So like, was. I don't even really want to know. But um, I don't know. I just really focus on not making it about that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I just I, I focus on being me. And. Yeah. The people that love me love me.
0: Yeah. And the
1: people that don't don't. And that really very little has anything to do with what someone, you know, looks like or what they weigh. Yeah. So, I just have chosen not to go down a path where I'm going to feel bad about myself. There's plenty I beat myself up about, but that's something that I've just conscious on getting comfortable with or changing because I'm not someone that sits in an area of like not doing something. Right. But I do have to say as before we wrap too. That one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you as we talk about this, mm-hmm. just for kicks and to sort of lighten it up is I actually was amazed that I did that workout class through work last week. Yeah. Because you know me and how much I hate being forced to work out while at work. I know. Like but it
0: was dancing. <laughs> so I feel like you felt And I wasn't
1: forced. I, f- like, I kind of felt like it was my choice. Yeah,
0: you're like, I no one's making me and also can I dance for 45 minutes? Laura, Wait, that's a long time.
1: I, a long time, right? Laura and I have been in so many well, we've situations. we've gone dancing for
0: hours. Before. Well,
1: that's true. Yes. But more importantly, to make you giggle, yes. we've been involved in so many situations where someone that we work with is wrangling us to work out in some fashion. Uh-huh. And Laura loves not to work always out. me no yeah. but she loves to work out and she's always down and then her second favorite thing is to watch my reaction <laughs> and how furious I get about like you cannot I make me go it. on a hike
0: I am not I doing will
1: it. not I shan't not Catherine's ready to call HR oh I will, I will say, quit my job so right now if you make me join your spin class tomorrow
0: right. uh, um okay so to, I got two things to take cat. us out cat. I recognize that we're all in a place where we want to feel good, mm-hmm. we want to feel healthy. We're coming out of a pandemic. We maybe do legitimately have a couple lbs yeah. to lose. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because when we were talking last week with the pancakes about what what we've been doing to like yeah. make ourselves feel better, exercise was exercise was coming up. Mm-hmm. It was coming up a lot. Mm-hmm. So there's something to be said for moving your body. Um, but I will. I'm going to give you. The four best weight loss diets of 2021. Okay. And then I'm going to follow that with the seven worst fad diets of all time.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: Four best weight loss diets in 2021. One, the Mediterranean diet. Yeah.
1: Okay. This
0: is a mostly plant-based
1: approach. I don't have all those plants and fish laying around. (laughs) Next. I know what it is. I get it. And if I lived in Greece and had a celebrity chef, I would eat Mediterranean, right. but I don't even like the flavor profile that much. Okay, fair. All right, next. Um,
0: <laughs> number two,
1: Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers is good. Yeah, it. Um, I did do Weight Watchers. It does work. I just kind of like, as with all things, got tired of yeah. it and stopped learning how to count points. But it's good because Weight Watchers is, does the same thing. I think that intermittent fasting does. It introduces an element of control to every day. Yeah, you don't have to like eat just lettuce. You just have to have some confines around what yeah. you're doing so you don't get You crazy.
0: get to choose, but you yes. know the value of food. Yeah,
1: You want your Snickers, yeah. which is not a great candy bar. That's your choice. If that's the candy uh, bar you choose. I would think want that 12 it, points, in fact for it
0: is a great candy bar because it has peanuts, which has protein.
1: Yeah, well, it's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I'm watch again. Again. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So it's, yeah, it teaches you how to kind of like, recognize the value of food and you know what can be a healthier choice okay vegetarian diet yes you know i think that it's something to aspire to and in fact i feel like for me um i want to try to do it maybe a a day or two a week yeah try to eat i would feel
1: very uncomfortable if you as a human were vegetarian
0: how would that even work
1: as you were saying, I want to try, and I was like, ugh, call me in three months when you're not trying. Oh, to you would literally be like,
0: podcast canceled if we're not friends. Anymore.
1: What are we going to do? Talk about your long grain rice and your broccolini? I mean, I, You'd make I, I would make you. it work. I don't want to challenge you. I would make it work. I don't want to
0: challenge you in a You saw me now. You're questioning yeah, me now. Yeah, I know. Know. No, I think like one or two days a week. Okay, I support that. But I love, I love me. Okay, yeah. Who doesn't? Um and then you mentioned this intermittent fasting. Yes. Or IF.
1: Mm-hmm. Very as, as popular, the kids call it. As
0: the kids are calling mm-hmm. it. Um, so you eat in specific windows, mm-hmm. like sixteen hours of fasting, and then you have eight hours to yep. eat a yep. day. Is that
1: your yep. general approach? We eat from twelve thirty to eight thirty. Those are our hours. Mm-hmm. And we're
0: running a little late today. Yeah. Are you well, okay with that? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Life is about balance. Mm-hmm. So um sometimes we'll squeeze it in more and that's a really great day. And sometimes like last night I was like eating gummy bears and Michael's like, What are you doing? It's like 9.05. And I was like, hey. So this morning I just waited longer yeah. to eat. But yes, that's, that's what we do.
0: Okay. I know we're gonna run a little bit longer, but I have to read you the worst fad diets. I am and hear you And hear your response. Okay, okay. ready? Okay. The worst fad diets in history. Mm-hmm. according to
1: freshandlean.com.
0: Not as well, faster. they seem
1: judgy to me already because they're both
0: fresh and lean. <laughs> Uh, Number one, the clay diet. What? Mm-hmm. The clay diet. The idea, and this, we've got to get my sister Tara on. Wait, she what are you saying to me? Bentonite clay, which is a super absorbent volcanic ash. This will remove toxins and heavy metals you from your body. Clay. So you mix it with... Water. You can also find clay pills on the market.
1: Mm -mm. I'm not drinking, and I'm not eating clay pills. Yeah,
0: it will absorb things.
1: You probably are you. Have you eating clay right already? No, but no. My sister
0: Tara, Mm -hmm. she's into like all the holistic remedies, so she's drank. She's done like a medical grade hydrogen peroxide. No, I know she's done that. She's She's done the clay. clay. She's done the clay when she's had like stomach issues. Okay, here's what. A gastroenterologist says in the it article, will
1: make your stomach. Clay slow.
0: acts as a resin and binds yeah. to everything, both good and bad, making for your heart, making it harder for your body to digest nutrients.
1: Mm-mm. I don't like this clay at all.
0: Eating clay can perforate your bowels and cause heart mm-hmm. and kidney. Think failure. about what clay does in the ground. It
1: sits there, it thickens up, yeah. it solidifies. You don't need that moving through your your intestines. Don't eat clay. No drinking clay, Tara. I got my eyes on you. All right, the
0: air diet."
1: We <laughs> is that just like breathe, no eating, and voila, you're skinny.
0: Uh interesting choice of words. What country do you think would have uh, invented such a diet? Brazil. No. Uh,
1: what is voila? Is oh, it, French.
0: Ah, see. Sí, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the air diet is the virtual eating diet inspired by oh, the me. French. Okay. Okay. And also a celebrity. celebrity Wait, what does it mean though? Endorse.
1: So you just wear beret and carry a loaf of bread.
0: You take a fork full of real food. Uh-huh. You don't eat it. You breathe in the aroma. This feels like the guy in Sex in the City
1: that chewed up a steak and spit it. in the Well, it. you
0: imagine the food and then you fake chew and you swallow. You are allowed to drink soup.
1: here's the thing that feels like a trick and like you're not allowed to eat except for soup and you just have to stand over delicious food as your stomach growls and consume it and pretend like you're eating it yeah
0: supposedly by going through the motions your brain you trick your brain into thinking you're satisfied no you don't and I, the article is saying this is detrimental to your health could create a fear of food, bring your metabolism yes. to a halt, and break your muscles down.
1: If I have any friends or listeners doing the air diet, call me and we're going to do an intervention. And you're not <laughs> going to do the air diet anymore. That is the dumbest diet I've ever heard of. Number three, the
0: tapeworm diet.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I consider this one <laughs> <laughs> just for a heart reset. She thought, listen, yeah. let me
0: How swallow- bad could it be? A worm that can grow up to 55 feet long. That's so gross. And, uh, you know, eat everything for me. So you ingest a pill that contains a tapeworm egg. The egg will hatch and grow a tapeworm inside you, which is a parasite. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: the theory is the tapeworm will eat all your calories away. Um, But the bad news is you have a parasite
1: that literally could travel all over your body. And it is 55 feet long. And at what point do you know that that's over? It's all fun and games at first. Yeah, do you hear I got a tapeworm? Until three years later, you still got worm coming on out. And you're like, I don't know how many feet it's been. 30? 40? I
0: mean, it is like... Deadly yeah. pain, diarrhea, nausea, fever, Not infection, blockage of bile and pancreatic ducts uh, could lead to dementia. Yeah, vision.
1: No. no tapeworms, people.
0: Um, the cookie diet. Well, that sounds. This delightful. one doesn't sound so bad. Oh, these are the fiber cookies.
1: Ah, oh, son of a gun! I thought it was just out cookies.
0: I actually heard about this on a podcast. They're like these fiber crackers. And they, you can eat the fiber crackers, and you can make them into recipes.
1: Who's got the time for fiber cracker uh, recipes that still taste like fiber crackers? Gross, Let me guess.
0: Gross. Nah, hmm. Um, but it's like a very, it's like like a calorie restricted diet diet because you're just eating these high fiber
1: cookies. Well, that sounds Instead horrible. of anything else, I'd rather eat my hot dogs, cottage cheese, and yeah, black coffee. Yeah, no thank kidding.
0: You. Um, the Fletcherizing Diet. What's that? Um, nature will castigate those who don't masticate, claimed Dr. Horace Fletcher, founder of the first-ever fad diet. It was a Victorian-era doctor who won up your mom by not only telling you to choose, chew your food, but chew each bite a hundred times. To make sure that everything was masticated to properly mix with saliva.
1: Okay, okay. That just seems like wow. a very long process. To chew every bit of food a hundred times? times. I don't have that kind of schedule that I can afford to do that. And it sounds too tedious and too counting. Well,
0: that's what they're saying. They're like, yeah, it works because it'll take you hours to eat. Yeah,
1: two eat. bites.
0: So you just... Will never get out
1: of here, Fletcher.
0: The food swallowed itself.
1: Yeah, gross.
0: Um, now this one I can get into. Okay, number six, the sleeping beauty diet. (laughs) (laughs) What she gotta say, some dieters have gone off the deep end. Their plan you only worry about hunger when you're awake, right? Uh So sleep all the time. Every time time you're hungry,
1: you just sleep. Yes, I think that's also called depression.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know if I mean, you could sleep. Who has the kind of lifestyle that every time they're hungry, they can sleep?
0: They say sleep 10 to 15 hours a day.
1: <laughs> <Did you say? laughs>
0: Who got that kind of time? like, instead of intermittent fasting, just sleep, and then, you know. Well. I probably could sleep 10 hours a day if I was allowed to. Yeah, but. It feels you, so glorious.
1: You're not allowed to. I mean,
0: I would eat the whole time I was awake. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I mean, I don't know. I just
1: don't know many people that. A, have, can really get away with sleeping yeah. F- 15 hours a day. I mean, that's a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you, you know how you feel when you've had like a really extra long night of sleep and your body feels all like creaky and like you've been asleep for a hundred years. I feel like you would feel that way every day waking <laughs> up like another 15 hours last night. <laughs> oh.
0: oh, and then the last one, you may have heard about it. The cotton ball diet.
1: What is that? Yes.
0: I'm born in chat rooms and on YouTube. The cotton ball diet is just like it sounds. You eat cotton balls. Now, wait just a gosh
1: darn second. <laughs> no one can eat cotton balls. That's not good for your body. You can dip them in juice. I'll to dip make- them in ranch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cotton balls. To make them, that would work. To make them easier to swallow. Why? They make you feel full without taking in calories. Because
1: they're cotton. <laughs> and I think watermelon does the same thing and it's an actual food. Uh, well, they're saying uh, the cons, where to start? <laughs> Choking for one. Uh, cotton for two. <laughs> the cotton ball. Number three, cotton. <laughs> Four, ever had cotton in your stomach? Cotton
0: balls are actually made of... Bleached polyester. Yes. So there's toxins from synthetic materials yes. that can damage your or- organs, dehydrate you. Um, many supermodels have rumored to rely on this diet to stay slim. Um, Stop it. But yeah, it's a problem.
1: I cannot. Yeah. Is that real?
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a thing. Well. Yeah. But there's a better thing than the number on the scale and it's your health.
1: Yes, you
0: know, and that's why we and I like the message that you conveyed, which is love yourself, appreciate your body for getting you through the days Mm -hmm. and allowing you to do the things like walk and pick up your kids and Mm -hmm. carry your groceries Mm -hmm. and do, you know, just like the the things that allows you to do and um,
1: don't beat up on your body. Don't waste your time doing fad diets. Learn from me. Yeah, they're silly. Unless you're doing the cotton ball diet, in which case, please write us an email at biscuitsintheham at gmail.com because I just don't understand.
0: Well, and I do think that this is a topic I personally I like to listen to these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they're if they're women. So yeah. we talk about these. Yeah. Things. So Uh, spinoffs of this conversation to come, but Mm -hmm. please write in with your thoughts, with your struggles, with your advice,
1: all the things with the
0: craziest fad diets you've ever tried. Yes. Um, um, any other final thoughts? Uh, I think that's it. I will in fact be making you some breakfast casseroles. I can't wait. So, no. We're gonna, con, gonna no review those balls. in the
1: test kitchen. Uh, leave the cotton balls <laughs> Uh And in the meantime,
0: till next time. There's, there's always, always brunch. brunch.